Open your Bibles to the book of Psalm in chapter 100. Psalm and 100. And uh, I was telling somebody tonight, now I don't intend to be long. I, matter of fact, I told two people that, so it's got to be kept. I told my wife that, and I told Brother Carter that, and I said, I'm, I don't intend to be long tonight, but I just had something on my mind that I thought needed to be brought out. You're saved by the grace of God. You're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. There are certain things that you just need to be thankful for. God's grace, God's mercy, God's love. And I was kind of torn in between a couple of messages. And as I sat there in the pew, I, I, I keep going back to 1 John chapter 3. And man, it doth not yet appear what we shall be but... Amen. I look forward to that 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 little three-letter word, finding out what that means and what it's going to be for us in the hereafter. I thank God for His love and His mercy. I thank God that He's included me in His sonship. Somebody that doesn't deserve it. The Bible says we're joint heirs with Him even now. Folks, there's things we need to be thankful for. And I know even in the message this morning, you know, there are situations in our lives where sometimes we think we're up again at pretty bad. Sometimes we are up again at pretty bad. Sometimes it's like a giant getting ready to stand his ground against us. Then you remember you're a child of the King. You remember that you're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You remember that your Father, listen, He owns everything. He's all-powerful. In Psalm 100, the Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. I believe that's one of the reasons why that this church is recognized so often around this world is because of the joys that we exhibit in our salvation. And being a welcoming church to those that come in. The men of God who have preached behind this pulpit and every one of them will say, we love coming here. You know why? Because there's an exhibition of love that goes forth from this body. It's almost like a perfume. It's almost as if it is so tangible that those people that come into this place cannot but recognize it. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. I do want to bring a message tonight about this very thought. As we come into the house of God with thanksgiving, I'm thankful for. There's many things that our minds go to immediately, isn't it? We look at this scripture in verse 4. It says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving 
and into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. I do want to bring a message tonight simply entitled, I'm Thankful For. Because I believe those three words ought to make us just stop immediately in our tracks and our minds immediately go to where that is. Things that we ought to be thankful for. May God help us to see that in this message this evening. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow before your throne this evening, we do so with thankful hearts. And dear God, I thank you for this great day that you've given us. Father, I thank you for this church family and, and how that over the last month she has been so, so blessed with meetings and VBS and just, just things that have really took a hold of us. Today's event. Lord, seeing a family come into the house of God. What joys we have as a pastor. Father, I pray that you'll bless this evening. And help us tonight, dear God, just to consider some very elementary things to be thankful for. May thy name be lifted up. Lord, forgive us our sin. In Jesus Christ's name, and amen. There's three elements I wish to speak to our senses about this evening. And I pray that it will arouse our thought process and help us to remember that we should be a people that actually has joy unspeakable and full of glory deep down in our hearts. So tonight as I, as I stopped and I thought about uh, uh, 1 John in chapter, chapter 3, in those first three verses of Scripture, I immediately, I, I mean, I, I wanted to preach on that subject, I wanted to preach on that Scripture, but I know this is what God would have us tonight, but I, I'm so thankful for God's amazing grace. I don't know about you, but when I sing the song Amazing Grace, it does something to me because it was amazing grace that brought about my salvation. Grace, defined as the unmerited favor of God to humanity. To you and I that have been born again, saved by the grace of God, Again, I, I go back to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, and there the Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. And I go back and I think about the grace, the unmerited favor, something that we did not deserve. Something that He did not owe us. Grace. grace. In Ephesians chapter 1, I would like for you to turn and look at this with me. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 1, and I want to begin reading at verse 3, and I want you to think about this as we read down through several verses of scripture here. 
This deals with the grace of Almighty God. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Folks, you want to talk about grace. Now, there's some grace. You see, even before you were brought upon this, this earth, you was on his mind. That's grace. And it takes the grace of that kind of a God to look at you and knowing what you're going to be in life and still choosing you unto salvation. That's grace. I talked to Brother Sam Wilson from Michigan the other day and he was wanting me to come up and preach. But, you know, as I, as I, I deal with this subject of grace, I begin to think about a couple messages I preached up there in the last couple of years. And one of them was on the sovereignty of God in salvation. And I thought about His grace. How good it is to know that His grace touched you and I into salvation. Grace is a gift of God to humankind, the infinite love and mercy and favor and goodwill shown unto us by the living God of heaven. It's defined in Strong's Concordance as the state of kindness and favor towards someone, often with a focus on a benefit given to that object. Grace. Favor is defined by the dictionary as a kind act. God's unmerited favor to you and I was, I believe, the dictionary comes up short there. I, I really do. I believe the dictionary fails the word favor when it talks about the grace of God because that's just a man-made dictionary. It's not inspired of God and it doesn't have the have the outlook that we need to focus on today. But as I looked at that, at that de definition, a kind act, an act of kindness performed or granted out of goodwill, that's what God done for you and I. Why am I thankful tonight? Because of His grace. Now, I don't know about you, but folks, I want you to know something. I know that I didn't deserve His grace. I know that I didn't deserve that unmerited favor. And truly, there was no merit in me whatsoever that deserved to be shown that kindness of grace and salvation. So we look at that word, unmerited favor. We did not deserve this favor nor did we earn it in any way. It was granted out of God's good will to His subjects, you and I. If you're saved tonight, you need to be thankful. You need to thank your great God of heaven because He showed grace on you. He performed an act of grace in you. I don't know. You know, I believe today that as I look out over this congregation, each and every one of us, you know exactly what I'm saying, and you're thankful for the grace of God and salvation. Because you've been taught without that, without that grace, we would all still be doomed for a devil's hell. So as I look at this, 
the, the unmerited favor which led us, which leads to his unending love. I go back to John chapter 3. And there again we, we have this, this, this great portion of scripture that so many people look upon as just a story or a, a, a nursery rhyme or something that just little kids are taught. But listen, it's some of the greatest ethical truth in it that, you'll, that you can ever get a hold of. God's goodness. The Bible says in verse 15 that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have ever eternal life for God so loved the world. You and I. The unmerited gift was his love toward us. The unmerited gift was his favor showing us his son Jesus Christ on Calvary. And it's the unending love that he gives us. You see, because the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Grace. I'm thankful for grace. Secondly to that, I'm thankful for his mercy. I'm thankful that I don't get today what I deserve right now. You say, well, I thought you were saved. I am saved, saved by the grace of God, but I'm still a sinner, but I'm a sinner saved by grace. And I'm still thankful that God's mercy endureth forever. I'm thankful tonight that His mercy was, was, was enacted upon me, even as an adult Christian. I thank God that His mercy is still there for me today. Why? Is it because I'm such a dreadful man? I'm dreadful in this sense that I'm a sinner. But I'm saved by God's grace. And I'm thankful tonight that His mercy does endure forever to each and every one of us. James, I believe it is in chapter 2 and verse 13, speaks of the fact that mercy rejoiceth against judgment. You know why mercy rejoiceth against judgment? Because mercy has overcome judgment. Mercy has overcome the penalty of sin on our behalf. And I, I'm thankful for that tonight. I thank God for His mercy. Mercy is the amazing grace and gift form to those who do not nor did not deserve it. Mercy. You know, I've heard men make this brag. Well, you know, I get exactly what I deserve. No, you don't. Nobody gets on this earth right now. We don't get what we deserve. Not even the sinner right now gets what he deserves. But there's coming a day that if that sinner dies in their sin, they'll get what they deserve. That's a wrathful God. But I'm thankful today that I've been saved from wrath. How about you? I'm thankful today that not only am I saved from wrath, but His mercy has, has been such that it's everlasting toward me. Let's look at Proverbs in chapter 16 for just a moment. And I want you to uh, notice something with me here in verse 6. The Bible says, By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. 
His mercy is what makes a difference in our lives. His mercy is something that ought to make a difference in your everyday walk. His mercy. Even when I was undeserving, God showed me mercy. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18, and I'll read this for you, and I'll, I'll pray that you will get a hold of this. First Peter chapter 3. Notice what it says here in verse 18. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, right there's mercy. That he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Oh, I'm thankful today. I'm thankful today for God's mercy. The last thing I want to speak to you about tonight is something that I believe that every born-again, blood-bought saint ought to have. Without it, it kind of makes me question one's salvation, and that's peace. We have peace of God. We have peace of mind. We have peace knowing that we're saved by God's amazing grace. We have peace knowing that we're forgiven. All of our trespasses are under the blood. I have peace in that. You know, I, you know even as a, as a Christian... We all have those things in our lives that we're not so proud about, not so, not so eager to talk about, you know. I go back and I thank God that He's given me peace realizing that He's not going to hold that against me. I've, I've pled that forgiveness under the blood of Christ. You know, I've heard men say, well, if I believed that, I would, I would do everything that I wanted to do in life. And you know what? If you're truly saved, you're going to do just that. Because if you're doing everything that you truly want to do in life, you're going to be pleasing the Lord. Does that mean that we're going to be perfect in everything that we do? No, not at all. We're not perfect, but listen, we're forgiven. And that ought to bring peace to your heart. Peace to your heart. I mentioned this morning about that hidden sin. You know, sometimes it's the hidden sin of the heart, of the mind that men need to plead forgiveness of. Folks, I want you to know something. God can give you peace that passeth all understanding. Tonight, if you're here and you don't know the Lord's your Savior, you want to know something, listen, God will give you peace in salvation. Peace like you've never known. Peace that passeth all understanding. My rest is assured because of what Christ done for me. My peace is promised. Do you know that kind of a peace tonight? You know, there's times when I fail my God and my Lord. Man, it breaks my heart. It causes a conviction deep down in my soul that 
without that restored fellowship, I have no peace. I have no joy. But God has promised me, I will restore thy joy. That's what David asked for, wasn't it? David was a man after God's own heart, and then he fell into some awful sin, and he had pleaded with God to restore the joy of his salvation. You know what? I thank God that he can do that. I thank God that he can give us peace, that our joy may be restored. Folks, I don't know about you, but that's something good to me. I enjoy, I enjoy the peace that I have because of God's salvation. Do I still fail? Yes, I do. I'm just a human. What is that song? I'm only human. I'm just a man. You know, that song was a song that was really famous back in the early 80s, I believe it was, or late 70s. I can't even remember the name of it, actually. But as I, as I think about that song, I think about the fact that I'm forgiven. I'm born again, and I'm forgiven, and I have peace because of that. He said that he would leave us peace back in John 14. And all we have to do at any time is just stop and consider all that he's done for us. Think about the mercy. You think about the grace. You think about the peace. Grace, the unmerited favor, mercy, compassion, kindness, and forgiveness, and peace. The state of harmony, freedom from conflict. A state of friendship and freedom from conflict. A state of is to know peace, the real peace of God that passeth all understanding. You see, real salvation gives you this. You possess these traits tonight. Do you, do you right now possess those traits that give you the real peace that passeth all understanding? You know, you have that grace and mercy that has been bestowed upon you. You know what, if you're tonight, you're here and you don't know that kind of peace, I, I plead with you. Trust Jesus tonight and you'll have that peace. Cling to the everlasting arms. The arms of love that bring grace and mercy. Had it not been for God's grace, mercy would never have been there. And I'm thankful tonight for God's grace and mercy because it brings about the peace that I need. The peace that you need. Tonight, if you've never experienced it, I would, I would say trust Him to that. You want to have peace on the inner, the inner part of you? Trust Him. Trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Lean not into thine own understanding, but just simply take God's word for what it says. John chapter 1, verse 11. It told us that he came unto his own, but his own received him not. But in verse 12 it says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Folks, that could be you tonight. You want to have real peace? Trust in his name. Trust in his finished work at Calvary. 
Know that he died for you on the cross of Calvary, shedding his precious blood, giving you that atoning covering that you need to make peace with God. And I guarantee you, tonight you'll be blessed. May God bless you as our prayer.